0: Hey, okay. Booker Today's Daf is Daf Diane. We take up at the bottom of Vavamudbet. Um and we are um, a little bit of a digression. We're talking about from where, um, in practical, like current times, uh, current in the Gemara, uh, the whole statement of the Shaliach of the Fani Nechtav of Fani Nechta, funny nechta has to be said. Um, and the Gemara recently sort of said that, like, you reevaluate within Medinat Hayam, you know, even if it's like from one neighborhood to the next or within a neighborhood or whatever, if it's highly transient or people don't recognize the signatures, you would have to say, which leads Tosuf and the Rishonim to say, that it seems like these are one of these takanot which don't remain sort of fixed, but that. That you always have to, but that you re- reassess based on the circumstances. The one interesting question that Ramban raises, I didn't mention yesterday, is that the Gemara is reassessing in terms of Medinat Hayam. Ramban raises the question about whether in Eretz Yisrael, if the situation had become, which it did in the time of the Rishonim, that there is not uh, as much uh, Torah knowledge in Eretz Yisrael, that there's not as much travel, that there's all these problems. Would you, could you ever imagine a case where in Eretz Yisrael, you would have to say, B'fanei Nech, have a funny or do we say no, no, no? Eretz Yisrael is like always exempt. The questions about where you have to say there's only questions in chutzlaret. So that's an issue that the Ramban raises. Anyway, that's the issue. And then the Gemara just gave the special status to Bavel that within Bavel, like within Eretz Yisrael, and you don't have to say because there's travel and knowledge of lishma. And then it said when you go from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael or vice versa, according to Rabbi um, uh, Rabbi who was it? Um, uh, where was it? Um, Rebbe Yasser, he said that you do not have to say, which read to the mark challenging the statements of Rebbe Yasser, who says that he's somebody you can rely on. He wrote this whole blistering critique of the practice in Bavel to send their, to, to leave their homes and their wives and their children and co-study in Yisrael. He wrote this whole critique of this, but he wrote it quoting a pasuk, and he didn't underline the pasuk. So this is a way of like under, uh, undermining his authority. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. He didn't know that you're supposed to. Score a pasuk when you write it. When you write it, so i saying you know that's not necessarily something that everybody has to know. Okay, and now with that sort of as the background, we're going to get to other statements about Rebbe Yasar and about writing psukim and scoring them and so on. So um, by the way, that just struck me that that's probably where we get the word to underscore, right? To put the scoring under in the Sefer Torah. I don't know what happened to my markers, but they put the scoring above. Right? The scoring is not is not an inked line, it's an indented line, like you know, but if you ever look at a, say, for Torah, you know, you have, they, have these, like, they have these lines which are like, you know, scratched in, indented in, but they're actually above, right, so the scoring sort of is, is like this, you know, the scoring appears, the letters are sort of suspended from the scoring, okay, but anyway, but that's probably where you get the word underscore from, is to put the scoring underneath, anyway, okay, back to the Gemara, so the Gemara says like this, um, um, the O two two lines down in the wide lines, and Vavamutbat. <laughs> the Ode says, in addition, to show you that just, you know, not only can you not dismiss Reviv Yassar, just because he didn't know this Allah about scoring when you're quoting Tzakim, but the Ode, how Reviv Yasser, he's asking Mar El Yadde. Reviv Yasar his master, meaning God, um, you know, agreed uh, with what he was saying. He was makhabing to something that, uh, you know, that only he could know if he had special knowledge. How do you know? As the verse says, um, love Pilag show interesting bringing this in especially in the context of Masechus Kitin his uh, his uh, concubine uh, committed adultery against him this is the story about Pilagish begiva and then you know um, and then he drove her from his house and then she was you know raped by all these people um, and that led to the whole wars around Pilagish begiva so the Gemara says what does that mean so, Reb uh, Yossamur's so, um, vuv matzala—that it does not literally mean she committed adultery. It means that he found a fly. Um, we'll see where this is from. Like a fly, at least, at least according to one in the uh, in the food from the word mizonot. Maybe that's um, what Tosa says. Uh, and Reb Yossamur nima matzala—he found a string, of, a, a, a strand of hair. Um, the askeche. Rebbe Yosher found Eliezer I'm only my to What's What's God doing right now? I'm seek seek the pileges to give He's three. He's learning the study of pileges to give her. Umayk What's he saying? Um so. I'm He said to him, "If Well, let's see what happened in the pileges to story. As Yosher, my son says, "This is what happened." Yonasan beni kachu and this is what Yonasan says. I'm So you should feel good. Look at this. God's talking about what you said, but no, he said back to Eliezer. "'Chas <laughs> v'shalom!' God forbid! How could God have to, you know, be saying what we said? Doesn't God know? <laughs> so I'm away. These and these are the, are the words of the Living God. Both both statements are correct. He found the fly, uh, the uh, Pulegish's, uh, uh master, and he did not get angry. Nima But he found the string of hair and he got angry. So even though uh, ultimately Reb Jonasan was more right than Reb Yossi, but Reb was still machaving to something that would be impossible to really know about and God was interested in what Rivav Yassar said so you see that Rivav Yassar you cannot just dismiss him not that I don't think any of that gives him any halachic weight but from the attempt to dismiss him this is being given as counterproof not to dismiss him and now the Gemara gets a little bit more explicit about this he like, could easily have uh, come into the soup after she served it where oh. the hair would have been from the pot, from, from her serving it. oh I see makes sense that that, that he was mocked more, more on the hair well that's what the Gemara is going to get to let's see why he got more upset about one than the other so I'm review so so um new lots have been picked I'm reviewing this roof the carra the nima the osamakom. So now we're going to get a little more graphic. The problem was, was that the fly was in the f- food, but the hair was in that place because based on a certain gemara, seems that they had the practice to shave their pubic area, and he was upset that there was still hair there. Maybe they thought that that would be some type of a danger to a injury of the of the, uh, of the of the genitals. So that's why he got so upset. Nima uh, the Where were we? Uh, okay. Also mi isusa. Zuv is just disgusting, but nima sakanta, but the hair that was an actual danger. Igerdami, some say adiv because they were both found in the soup. Zuv unsa, is an onus. What can you? A fly flies in. You can't stop flies from flying in. Nima pusa, but the hair that was uh, that was just negligence. Okay, so okay, so now the comment says like this. The name I'm sorry. okay. sakanta. some say I just said that. Okay, I'm going to so that's a little bizarre. I was trying to figure out, in addition to how the government is trying to defend Riff of you know, is this discussion about how how like uh, out of proportion the husband could get and he drove his feet like a shout is that like relevant right in the beginning of Gittin? it is interesting right from the very beginning of Gittin, nobody the the husband is not looking good you know so the whole discussion from the outset is that maybe asi you know the husband is going to come and make a an object and you know make a like a, you know trump up some claim in order to make the wife uh, you know life difficult on her we're trying to protect the woman's interests and so on and and here we have this uh, story about this husband that gets angry over a hare or a fly and, you know, dry, you know, and drives his, uh, not exactly wife, but nevertheless, you know, concubines from the house. Um, anyway, the one says like this. I'm going to Yehuda." you, he were to be that He wants her back. What? I, I he I, wanted he, her back. He wants, he, it, by, by negating the guest, they would be married again. Um, yeah, it sounds more like maybe, but maybe he's it, it also sounds like one of those stories where he's not going to get her back, but he's just going to, like, you know, make her life impossible. If I can't have you, nobody can type of a thing. Like, if he's raising this claim, the Gemara never suggests that actually he would succeed. He'd just succeed enough to, you know, to make her, like, I, I don't think that seems like that that was a reasonable outcome when he was going to be our heir. But anyway, maybe that's what he thinks. Maybe you're right. Okay, I'm A person should never create undue fear in his household. Uh, meaning the man should not create fear on his wife and kids forgive me he created great great fear on her because she basically ran away okay and what happened as a result and revolt me Yisrael and you know many myriads of people to die amongst the Jewish people because of the war that ensued anybody um, who creates undue fear in their household from them and their authority causes three sins how do you get those three? So, Rocky says so she's afraid to say I didn't go to the mikvah because so, the water so freezing cold we don't appreciate how amazing you know those stories that was really true women having to go down into these deep wells you know in the middle of the night in all darkness to go to the mikvah freezing cold and so on so you don't want to go but you don't want to say you didn't go so that's Agila uh, and like here would ultimately led I mean to driving her from the house and or her being afraid and running and then it led to this whole war. She's running away from him because she's afraid of him. And she uh, some accident occurs and she dies as a result. And she, she didn't uh, light the candles and she didn't uh, cook with meals and she's afraid what he's going to do. So it's actually her Shabbat but he's ultimately to blame. Yes, David? No, oh, I was thinking at least two of these are the causes for the destruction of this, this example. Oh, that's interesting. I I can't see the the well, kind of well, some have. If you look at Toso some have. Shalosh Havera says. Olam, amar yom, de haya. So that would make Shalosh Shabbat connected to the day to to be begish begiva. Okay. And instead of Shabbat, Hashem. You can all those are almost the same word. Okay. The and all of those three were relevant to the Begish Begiva story. Okay. Uh, because it's, it's his shabbos because he eats the food that was cooked on. Oh, his. you think that's why that because he's who there. I, I see. You that. don't just mean that it's that he's caused it, but that somehow he's he, yeah, I mean, he winds up uh, maybe. Right, uh, right, 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 right. That I got. Right, right, right. right. That's interesting. Maybe yeah, yeah. yeah, I could be right about that. Okay, uh, So now, so again, a very interesting right in this whole Gitin to open up with this Hagata about uh, you know ways the husband can uh, like act in the home um, that creates this. Uh, Terrible situations, circumstances. That's what the rabbi say. A man has to say three things in his house, meaning to his wife, right before it gets dark on Shabbos. Have you uh, taken mat there? Have you done erev chatseros or erv chumim Light the candles so those three things you have to say them pleasantly don't be angry have you done it have you done it yet right don't go yelling right just just, talk nicely so that people should listen to you and act accordingly and not like either you know and and, and, uh, just you know be a mensch basically before we were sort of saying that they'll do things out of fear that they wouldn't have wanted to have done here maybe it's the opposite they won't do it if you yell at them but either way you know try to uh, get along well you know with people in your household your wife and so on talk nicely I'm um, Ravaki. I don't know I didn't hear. It. I never heard this statement. But I figured that one out on myself. Okay, <laughs> which is good. All right. Anyway, I'm Rabbi Yehov. Well now we're going to continue with this do not create uh, undue fear in your house extra fear so the great, there was a certain person who made every who had everybody else afraid of him and they almost set him a big trace thing so what was that um um Gavur uh, Gedol, Um who is it? and it was So It's really possible they fed him such a trace thing. So shall say to "If the animals are for the righteous, God doesn't cause them to accidentally do something wrong. The donkey of Pinchas ben Yair was saved from even eating, like you know, stuff that wasn't uh, taken from and mice from. So much more so would God not let the righteous accidentally do such a big sin? wanted to eat him some big tray thing what was meal? what was it, My knee, what was it? Minachai. so basically as Rashi said like they didn't have the, uh, some like part of the animal got lost or whatever they didn't shecht it they had to rip off a limb from another live animal because it was time for the meal anyway and they were about to do feed this to him because he had them so afraid of what would happen if they had actually uh, done something wrong um, tosos, famous tosos or whatever regular repeat tosos it says it's not like tzadikim can accidentally do sins. But there's a particular approach that the Chachabim have about food, that the idea of eating tray food is, can conceived like as something terribly disastrous. To genay hu l'tsadik to ta'isur it would be completely, it would be a, 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 a shame, like, or you know, embarrassment, a the disgrace to eat something that would be forbidden actually enter into your body. Okay, and therefore the Gemara says in other cases in the Gemara where people did wrong things and the Gemara didn't say, oh, how could the God have let some mistake happen to them, some sin happened to them. It's specifically an issue about eating tray food. I mean, there's interesting things that get associated with eating tray food more than other uh, problems. Like, uh, for example, the idea that like uh, feeding infants non-kosher food, which is obviously below the age of Chinuch, but somehow it's seen as something that like impurifies the body. I'm actually right now just working on the you whole topic. Moshe, Rabinu, when, uh, the, I, Moshe refused to nurse. There's a whole interesting thing about um, not doing business in non-kosher food. Um, and, uh, um, you know, and there's some vote because obviously in the Middle Ages, whatever, Jews had to make a living, so sometimes they would have to do business in non kosher When there's attempts to try to find Hetaim for him. And every now and then they could find a heter, but not so often. And it struck me the irony that of course a major area of commerce for Jews in the non- Middle Ages was I d- I no, besides like, no, I interest. Know, yes. They, but yes that's true, but that wasn't okay. my point. My point was exactly it's dealing with dealing with the ritual objects of yeah. of, of of other faiths. Yeah. Like buying and selling ritual objects for like you know for Christians and yeah. the priests and the goblets and the chalices and the whole thing I and mean, that they found a lot of for. but for the non-kosher food I'm serious it was very rare that they found a for. yeah it's it's right. I understand that I'm just broadening it around the extra it's not, it's concern that it does develop nonetheless even though right. this isn't so right odd. right right. that is correct but there are other things that are like you know the go- anyway but yes okay um, okay so what I didn't tell the joke Oh, uh no, no, I don't have time for that joke. Okay, that joke you need to like set up or whatever. Anyway. So right? okay, don't get me started with that. Okay. Okay. Think myself like this. okay so Showhimar Uklu Abelazar Banar Now, so that was the development of the Amy Yoserabatoch Beta, which again one wonders again has interesting in the context here, especially in Megitin, which is about like the man's unilateral power right within the get and to give a get to his wife against her will and so on. Right. So it's interesting that critique at the beginning about the Amy Yoserabate. Beto and the, you know the way the, the, the control over the wife and so on so anyway now the Gemara developing the whole idea of the writing of the Pasuk and doing the Sirtu the uh, scoring when you quote a Pasuk is now going to have some drashot about that so we have a little Algarita today so the Gemara says like this so was sent rebelazer. Bene Adam Malai, there are people that are attacking me, um, like you know, cr- uh, criticizing me, giving me a hard time. the Muslim but and I can actually hand them over to the government, um, because I have some information about them. So Mahu, am I allowed to do them? So well yeah, exactly it's a issue. Mahu, so what can I do? But here it's like protecting myself. So Sir for so this is why it's being quoted, he's he scored the parchment and he wrote the following pasuk as an answer to the question. I said I would I would guard my path from sinning with my tongue. I will watch my mouth, keeping it muzzled while the wicked is against me. Even though the wicked person stands up against you, against me, whatever. Keep your, watch your mouth, keep it muzzled. Don't, don't, don't you know, talk out against him. So he sent back to him, but he's causing me tremendous anguish. I have no other way that I can protect myself against him. So he sent back to him, be silent to God and long for Him. Be silent to God. Nevertheless, don't you speak out against Him. Be quiet. God will take care of Him. God will cause Him to fall. So And now, here is at least if you want to do something, here's what you should do. So get up and stay late to the Beisamedrish. And they'll disappear on their own. So maybe the I, somehow, I don't know, the word of dome is learned as sort of. I'm connected to Talmud Torah. I'm not exactly sure how. Anyway, Hadavar Yatsah if be rebel as soon as Rebel said this, the al Gneva B'Kol. Gneva, who was a mean guy, the word Gneva also is pretty much of an indicator. Yeah. Anyway, he was put into chains. He was he the was person. The he, yeah, he, what, You're what, what? Come on, Hadavar I mean, Yatsah, Yeah, yeah, right. Right, right, right. That's good. I mean, obviously the Hadavar Yatsa, I realize that, but maybe, but the greater parallel too is you, you could be right about that. Anyway, yeah. yeah I got it, I got it. So anyway, it's a good point. So God, right, so, um, so they put Geneva into chains. Okay, so Shalach Leila Marukva, so that was Marukva who was sending the question to, uh, to Rebel Lezer. Now Mar Marukva had the following question sent to him. Zimra um, Zimma so this ties into the end of Masechet Sota. How do we know we're not allowed to play music? So Siyotate, because of Luhu, he scratched on a, whatever, he scored on a parchment and he wrote them, Al tismach Yisrael el gil ba'amim. Israel, rejoice in the rejoicing of nations um, certainly after the corporate bias that was so, really, while the first temple was still standing Um Oh, this is, yeah, that's true. That was Tresa, Hosea, correct. So, why doesn't he send the following verse? Bashir lo Yushu Yayin, in song they shall not drink wine. Yemar Sheikhar lo Shotav, the wine will become bitter to those who drink it. if was that, that's only for playing a musical instrument. But just to sing with your, you know, vocally is not a problem. Kamash Milan, but it's not. Now, this point, that this is really, the, so is this really a problem? Kamash Milan, excuse me, that's not limited to that, that it's a problem even if it's just vocal. So, is this really true? So, take a look at Tosvos. By the way, the previous Tosvos was Hashkem Beharav Aleim, Darj Dom Tomo Dindume Chama, or you know, early in the morning or whatever. So, that's the, the early and late in the base magic. Now, Zimmer minal under Tosvos says, we're specifically talking about singing in like the uh, drinking houses the emphasis on wine okay remember that singing in the drinking houses yeah. it says, not just in the drinking houses and the Ushami speaks about rising up and going to sleep, to music, okay? So, she'er shal mitzvah shari, but when it's uh, mitzvah related, k'gom b'sha schupa, shosim small smochas kala or saying zmiros, so there's a whole bunch of literature, it also ties into issues that came up at the end of Sota, right, about statements in the Gemara that's against singing, and then, you know, but then whole discussions in various Rishonim uh, and postum about where is it allowed, where is it not allowed, how makbit how are we on that, or not. Okay, is it only live music? Nowadays, so we have recorded music, very different story. Okay, now the Gemara sounds like this. Um uh, okay Amalabarav So Might you see what's meant by the Pasuk um in Yehoshua? So these are names name places. what do you want? It's names of cities in Israel. Might also be tying into the theme of this Maseka, which has all the or this parak has all these cities in Israel. Amalay, Atu, what? I didn't realize you think I didn't realize that those were names of cities in Israel? i want you to say something interesting about it the from Argiza, he said a nice rush on this. What rush did he say? anybody that has any jealousy or any complaint against his friend the domain and is silent Kina the demona and is silent so domain Shokin then the next word sort is of, what's the word edade. so Shokin the one who dwells for you know for eternity so Osilo uh, um, did will do justice for him which, which is the, which goes back to that story with Geneva no but well but with Geneva you know he's causing you trouble just pray to God; God will take care of him. Amalei Elmiata. If you're going to start charging the names of the cities, let's see if you can do this for the rest of the pasuk. Okay, let's see how how far you can keep this going. How long can you keep this going? Tzachleg umadamna, Is it v'sansene? So hachanami. So here, do you got to rush it for this one? You know what? If Reb Gavio was here, he would have a drusha for that. Okay, so <laughs> he actually he said, "Oh, you want a drusha for that I, like, I got one for you." So anybody who has a crying out of legima is like a food, you know, because basically somebody else is causing him even to uh, to to compromise to, to 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 lose his livelihood. He doesn't even able to put food on the table and he has a right to cry out about that he has a complaint against his friend the domain that's umad meina um, 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 I think anyone anyway, is silent so and does not attack him the one who dwells in the, uh, in the uh, you know in, 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 in the bush the so Oselo Din will come to defend him. Okay, so we're going jumping back and forth. so We jump back to the whole thing about have the, you know don't attack somebody even if they're giving you a hard time. Don't don't hand them over to the government. God will take care of him. Now we're jumping back to the whole issue about the playing music. So so how do we know that the crown that was worn you know by the by, by the chassan at you know again this is at the end of Masechet Sota. It's very interesting you know. Because maybe our Gemara felt bad. Normal Gemara asks, starts by saying, "What is this Mesechet doing? Why did it follow the previous Mesechet But our Gemara, Nebuch, the very first line, it got right into the to the real like, meat of the matter, like why are you saying funny next, funny nechta? So now we're doing some tie-ins to the end of Mesechet Zuta. So you know, first we did with the uh, playing of the music, which it said they didn't do, uh, you know, with the time of the and now we're doing with the wearing of the crown, you we know, that, that the, the yir-shul bridegrooms yir-shul would wear, uh, right? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Right, exactly. But it sounds like we're going to start with a chassanim. So let's take a look. Okay. Okay um, so it says like this, so. Uh, so How do you know that that's forbidden? And it's rabbinic, and it quotes inside, actually explicitly the Mishnah Sota. In the wars of Vespasian, they made a, they not to wear these crowns of the grooms and uh, the uh, drums. So that's what the Reish Galusa asked Then Ravuna had to go take a leave and go to the bathroom. So Ravchiza was left alone with Reish Galusa. He said, "Kroksiv, you know I can actually show." That it's a pasuk. So says Hashem, the God, God. Hashem, the God, remove the um, the, uh, the, the 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 hat, the miter, the haray um, matara, and lift off the uh, crown. Zos lo zos. This not even this. The lowly rise up, and, and, the, and the and the and the and the and the high one bring down. What so what's the relation of the mitznefes, which is the name of the hat that was worn by the kohen Gado, by a crown? To tell you, when the mitzvahs was at the on the head of the gado, when there was a the base of mikdash, then you're allowed to wear crowns. These crowns that they would wear when they would get married. But once it was no longer on the head of the gado, once there was a abayis, then nobody else is able to wear crowns when they get married. By the so while he was giving this rasha, asa Rafuna, ravuna came back. So Davi and he saw that they were sitting and that they were talking in this pesuk, and he was saying, "Hey, what are you throwing at me? And He said, "Well, I told him it was a pesuk, a malay, so who knows that has got you know by God." It's rabbinic. It's not a pasuk. Give me a break. It's a rabbinic zera. But Ella Chizda Shumcha V'Chazdan Milach. Your name is Chizda, and your words are very, you know, uh, you know, pleasing. Exactly. So again, uh, so you don't need to say a pasuk. It's really drab, but the pasuk is a nice support, which also fits into the theme here of quoting Psukim as supports for you know different pronouncements or not advice not and stuff. So. I mean, First of all, it's not a in the Torah. Yes, Charlie. Yeah, now they do all. Now they do all. What can I tell you? They knew it wasn't. alright, give me a break. Okay, it's not like the Torah relates to a practice of atarot chatanim. Anyway, okay. Now Tosfos, by the way, of atarot chatanim, it says piersh pekunjes atara mamash. That sounds like it was a little like a like a like a like a type of a uh, jewelry crown. I mean, you know, something out of like metal or something. Okay. So they were talking about some type of a what, what's that, the word for that? A crown made out of a garland is that? A, wreath, that? a wreath, yeah, yeah. So something made out of like you know out of out of out, out of roses or myrtle or whatever. Okay. But uh, okay. So anyway, the Gemara is like this. Um, where are we back to the Gemara. Um Ravina Ash. Ravina Ashai Lamar Baravati, Ravina Famar Bhavashi, that He was he was growing a uh, you know uh or he was he was a weaving maybe what do they say that we they say it means braiding or weaving? Yeah, braiding a, a, a wreath for his uh, daughter for her wedding. So that's now an ataras kala, not chatanim, which also got mentioned in Masechet Alayh Mar Hatara that if there's no base amictrish you can't have these Crowns. I'm like, do me the green god of the No, 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 no. That's only like by the crown. god oh, men can't wear the crowns. Of a binoculary world, but not by women, which but is it, funny it, because. They're also the same about. Yeah, so it is interesting, yeah. So what, do you, what did we do about that? I don't know. He would say that it wouldn't have fallen into exactly what the Kalas case was, right? Yeah. So the Gemara was figuring out exactly what the parameters of each one of those were. Let me see. I don't think if Tosus discusses it one minute. Um. Yeah, if you take a look at Tosos, he says um Vidavka the middle of Atarot, as <laughs> well as the Davka Lukasani Masur, Dumy the Atarot Kalot, the Mefarsh pesota, the zahav. Right? The thing that's forbidden there is um uh, by the uh, by the Kalot is only like a real like a golden type of a, of a tiara. Okay, but not something like that's this. That's just from when they get okay, because I know the Dumar Shabbat talks about about uh, about uh zahav. Right, that's what those refers to. Okay, anyway, so yeah, we're not going we to... get married. Then. So um, yeah, yeah, primarily. I mean, Tezos says that, Exactly. Okay, so it's only when they get married, and anyway, and it's a different thing that's forbidden for the chassan and the kala. The kala is only really a type of a, of a, of a, of a metal type of a, you know, whatever, tiara, something here out of a wreath is okay for her. So that's why it was okay for the kala. All right, so now, one minute. The G'mon now says the follow, so myzos lozos. What does it mean? This not even this. So Dorish Rav Avira Zimni Namalei Mishmade Ravami Zimni Namalei Mishmade Ravasi. Sometimes in the name of Rami, sometimes in the name of Ravasi. B'shachemakon Hashem Baruch Hu Yisrael. When God said Yisrael, Hazer mitnefas vareim atara. Amu malachiyas sharei lefsnei Hashem Baruch The angel said to God, We bow down shalom. Zot lahem li Yisrael. Sheptimun the fenachah b'sinai nasa which is very evocative, of course, because the Pesuk by on Hashinai says, right? uh what is it? Uh, um um it? me Right, take your jewelry off from your. what is it? Absolute. Right. So they are like removing in the the midrashim by Har Sinai is that the Malachi Ashars came when they said Nashev and they put on two crowns, one for Nas and one for Nishma. And when they sinned by the Egel, it says that's what the puzzle means that they had to remove those crowns. So here it's very powerful that they're talking about removing the crowns that they would wear at the weddings because of korban Abayis, and it's a Malachim Shar. Race who wanted to defend keeping the crowns on because of Nas and Nishma, right? So it's very much tying into these midrashim into a pasuk around the around the whole Chay Haegia. So those and Israel, this you want to do to the Jewish people who said the Fanecha Nas, who said Nas before Nishma. Amaleh Lozosem, so Lozos. shouldn't this be for Israel? She a the shafel that they brought. They brought lowly the high. They brought high the lowly, meaning they were like Ovad of Orezara. They Brought down like the glory of the base of Mikdash. They even put a, uh, a you know a foreign god, an image of, in the Hechal. Okay. Do you have a question before? No. Okay. You did? Yeah. Yeah. what about um, they go back and forth between the music and being silent and before your adversaries. Oh, that's interesting. Will will act for So maybe it's two forms of silence. Yes, yeah, so waiting for Hashem to act. Oh, that's a nice point. Another type of being silent, and God will come. That's very nice. Okay. Do you think? All, do you think the underlying feeling here is the expectation that the Beit Hamikdash would still be rebuilt, and the moment that that type of aspiration shifts, is. Um, inclinations would change and stringencies would change. So this is like a learning generation. Or well, yeah, but I mean, the, well, I mean, I do think that it is true that the, these things are clearly, they were, they were dictated right after the Khorban Abayas when the sense of, like, you know, loss was the most poignant and pronounced. And I do think that that's the question, you know, that we have had a challenge keeping up the Zeichel Khorban practices as it gets further and further away, you know? I mean, so, like, how many people, like, the whole thing about the, 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 the music, Right. I, I mean, now again we did you know, we have more recorded music than live music, but how many people leave, you know, the section of their house unplastered, say Hil-Horban"? So you're right. I mean in the immediate aftermath this is obviously much more powerful and poignant. Um okay, so the more says like this. Um okay. Um so same Drusha, same person giving the Drusha in the name of the same you know, one or two people. Um Mzim the name of Ravami, sometimes Ravasi. what's meant by the verse Karma If uh, you know, if if of complete ones and and many and many, so it has been sort of cut off the Avaran passed away what does that mean? so <laughs> if a person sees that his uh, that his uh, livelihood his, uh, his food is very limited he's only making scraping by a living so <laughs> he should give tzedakah so where do we see that? mirubim. Uh, so it's shleimim somehow means like it's complete, but it's like bare, like it's just, exact, like it's just, you know, it's not excessive. It's, I don't know how shleimim means that it's limited. <laughs> uh, but anyway, tzedakah will see us on the word nagozu. And certainly, if he has a lot of money, he should give tzedakah. I don't know, anyway, I don't get how they get mitsum samim from mizon I don't know. Anyway, ma'evichin nagozu ve'avar. Tanah de be' Rebbe kol min you shear your, know, your uh, property, so that's Nagozu, Vahosemi and Sidakah and you give it and you do charity with it, Nitzami Dinah Shab Gehenam is saved from the from the from the judgment of Gehanom V'avam you'll be able to pass through, as we're we'll see in a minute. Okay, time of the Bay Rabbi Shmael called gozeizmin chasavin anybody who hears it and does Siddaka need to be Dina is Mushilot um it's a it's a uh, parable to two uh, sheep uh, lambs Shahayu of Ropemayim, they were passing through the water. Achas, one is sheared. Achas, not know one is not sheared. Gezuzah, the one that's sheared is able to pass through. It doesn't get weighed down. The water doesn't get trapped in the wool and it pulls it down. And the other one cannot get through. Okay? Um, okay. Um, let's take a look. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So that's, I think, the end of the Pasuk, right? No? Is that a different Pasuk? No, the end of the Pasuk? Okay. So what's V'anisicha? even if it's a poor person who's getting so, so, who is himself receiving tzedakah to put food on the table, yaset tzedakah, that even such a person should give tzedakah, should recognize the gift of their money, and to be able to give it to others as well, maybe others that are even less fortunate than themselves, Okay. Lo en cha'od, I will no longer afflict you. So here hear from the word of, of Oni, if you, even if a poor person gets tzedakah, they will no longer see any more signs of poverty. Okay. And with that, we end a whole long passage of that came from showing that Rebbe Yosef was somebody you could trust, um, and the idea of saying the funny nix of, not having to say it when you come from babel to chutzars and vice versa. Now we turn to the discussion of um, the boundaries of Israel. And as I've been saying from the beginning, and Tosos has a long Tosos to discuss earlier, same issue came up about Bavel. how much are we dealing with standard boundaries, borders that we use elsewhere like in laws of Trumas and Miseras, and how much are we drawing specific borders that are you know, specific to the concerns of about saying about Lishma and being able to establish the signatures. So the Gemara has seemed to be it's much more tailor-made and it's specific to the concerns here, but let's take a look at this Gemara. Okay? So... Um le Limizrah from Rechem to Mizrach and Rechem is in the east and from Ako to the north and Ashkelon in the south. Those are the nor- those are the the, uh, the edge points of the land of Israel for these purposes. So the Mar says to say the that Akko is to the north of Israel. Rabidi, I'll ask you on this. Somebody is going from Ako to Khziv, and Khziv is further north. To his right, that's how you know he's going north right, he's going from Akko okay, here's Akko here's Giziv, so it says to his right, here's your walking the guy's walking, okay okay, so, <laughs> so to his right, his right is this way and that's the east, right, so you know that he's walking north, okay, he's going from Akko to Giziv. The Mino Limizrat right? to his right on the east, okay HaDerek uh, Me'Am Shum Eret that's considered Eret Amin. that's Chutz Okay, on his right. So even though B'nai like, okay, bnei sira, menasha, that's yeah, well, we're not worrying about what happened in the time of Yoshua. This is about Kedushi Yisrael in the time of the second, of the, you know, when they had the Tumas Eretz Amim. So again, this is also not about Yochuz Kitten, okay, but this is presumably where they settled in the time of the second Beit HaMikdash, Exactly what stage is the time of the second Beit HaMikdash. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's exempt from um, Masenjit, so it's about It doesn't have Kedushi's art, at least at least second Beit period, okay, or after that until you know that there's an area that maybe was included, okay? Mm -hmm. This is the path... Okay, is it just that the the border of the land of Israel is exactly on the path from Akogziv? So for the most part, that's Chutz If you find out, oh, actually, there's a little section over here that's part of Eretz Yisrael. Fine, so that section is part of Eretz Yisrael. If you find out, find it out. But as a rule, the border is defined by that path. Okay, so the left westward, it's Tahorah. It's a it's the land of Israel unless you find out that for some reason it's exempt okay so what here you have what do you see well are these are these exactly on the border of Israel yeah. Akko is on the ocean yeah. Akko is on that right same oh, thing so. and there's no land there's no I mean they're literally on the sea well, Akko actually stuck out and yeah. in the sea yeah. yeah. towards the right at least in the Tanakh towards yeah. the right is Mizra, I, I thought. No, but it's saying way, you're walking. It says you're walking. I understand the. I don't understand. I don't Well, it's describing. It's normally like our orientation on a. Where's Achziv? I understand that. Look, look, everybody, look. Uh, talk, to, talk to Rabbi Google. Here's a Akko. Uh, Right and here's Argive, right? Everybody see this? Yeah. Here's the path. Yeah. Okay? There is there is well, no. But first there's land to the left of the path. The path isn't on the water. The board the the, the shore is here. Okay? So you're walking from Akko to okay, there is land here, <laughs> who cares, but there's land, that's <laughs> the point, <laughs> right, <laughs> there's the point, so to this side is Chutz Laaretz. this side is Eretz Yisrael, the, the, the land between the path and the sea okay. is Eretz Yisrael, unless you know that for some reason, maybe a little section is Chutz Laaretz. okay? Everybody see the picture? Don't give me a hard time. All right. There you go. Doubting the Gemara. I can't believe you. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So anyway. All right. So now the Gemara says like this. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. far, which seems a little redundant. Okay, but presumably means that after Kaziv, that's the very northernmost tip of Israel. It doesn't go beyond that. Rabbi Reb Yossi Omer, Rabbi the son of says, in the name of his father, ad lav levo. It even goes further than Kaziv, it even goes to lav okay? And amar I don't know where lav is. Amar-Abaye, like a small strip goes out. So, if you take a look, Vaid-Rashi right, has a little picture, okay? Because what does that mean that, um, so, um, so, um, so, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, so that's already the answer. So the question is, you see that Kaziv is the north, so why does our Gemara say that Akko is the north, you know, for the land of Israel? Now, by the way, before we get to the answer, you see that the simple answer would have been, since when are we going, should we assume that the lo- boundaries of Eretz Israel for the halachas of Gittin and the funny are the same as they are for Tumas to Amim and for Tumas and Miseris, Okay? And here you see that the Gemara, at least this Gemara, as opposed to like earlier discussions, seems to feel like, no, we're going to assume either one of two things. Either we're not, we're, we're going to assume that we're not making a special definition, for laws of Gittin, we're just going to use a standard definition, okay, that's one possibility. The other possibility is that we're going to assume that the same place which was settled and, uh, you know, and has Kedushas, Erechit, Sir Allen and has Trumas and Maestris, we will assume without, unless we know otherwise, that they overlap. Meaning we're not saying that they are the same definition, but we're going to assume that they overlap unless we know otherwise. Anyway, the Gemara says that if for laws of Trumas and Maestris this is the North, how come we're saying that this is the North? And the Gemara's answer is, is, so, Ritzua Nafka, it's only a little bit of a strip, which means that, you know, basic Israel ends here, okay, the basic, you know, real land here, a so tiny little strip of Israel, you know, this tiny little strip that goes like this... You know, that we're not going to bother to talk about when we talk about the most northern thing. It's a little strip that remains. I mean, it's true. All of you are telling me this is right on the border, so there's very little left of Israel from here to here. It's just that little strip by the border. So that we're not going to talk about. The real Ica Yishuv ends here. But we're not denying that this is also part of Eretz Yisrael. But if you would say Eretz goes up to K'ziv, you'd assume it meant that you know you've got like a major part of the land until K'ziv. That's not true. The major part of the land is till Akka, where there's a little strip that remains going all the way up to Kiziv. Okay, um, so Ritsu and Nafka, little strip goes. So the Gemara says, Yoyi Tana So big deal, so for a little strip you're going to give all of that, you're going to write a whole mission to describe, you know, uh, that, that little strip of land, whether it's Chaiv and and Mises, which is a funny question. Like, why not? That's halacha, we want to know whether you have to give Tumas and Mises from the area between the Akko and Kiziv. But anyway, that's the Gemara's question, so let's see what the Gemara's answer is. Um, um, but let's take a look at Tosos. Well, let's first stop and see Tosos. Tosos says, <laughs> Just for that little strip, is it so important? La <laughs> basimana to give the exact these exact parameters. So it says, I don't understand. Of course, it's relevant. We want to know you chayev to and myself, <laughs> in that strip or not? Okay. though Mariah etc. etc. Okay, so. Um, so, Zigmar says, so if you look a little bit, he says in and so if you lines down the lava, she It's not a question on the answer; that's just a strip. Tosus doesn't say that the question is why are you discussing this area and telling me that this area is Eretz Yisrael. It's saying that normally, you know, a little path, like you're going to say that the path defines the border. That's like a little trivial of a marker to be defining a border. All right, do I don't we know. have like the, the swamp by the second I was wondering the same thing. thing. Anyway, one way or another, let's see what the Gemara's answer is. So, why are you bothering to describe either use that path as a border or describe the halacha of that little strip? So, the Gemara says. Um, so uh in Kranami Yestimana, yes, even a pasuk t- uses descriptions like that to see if. The 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 festival of God in Shilo. You know, uh, uh, annually, I share me Beit El Mizracha Hashemesh. That's to the north, to the east of Beit El, eastward to the to the rising of the sun. We Mishila from the path Ha Olemi Beit El Shechema that goes from Beit El to Shechem and Minegav Le Levona and south from Levona. So they are according. To Tells us, you see, it's even giving directions vis a vis orientation, vis a vis a path. Okay, the Amara Papa means It means to the east of the path. The path is the marker. So you see that you use even a path as a marker. Okay. Anyway, what we have is the basic major Yeshua verse itself stops at Akko. A little path that remains between Akko and Kiziv but again interesting the most relevant thing is that we're using as a point of reference the uh, halachas of Trumas and Maesros and now we're going to continue to see how much does that become our definition in this discussion basically the point is in some of the sugyot in the first paragraph the parameters are very tailor-made to, to the concerns of get and in some like the sugya we're in right now it seems to be following standard definitions of Trumas and Maesros okay and the sugyot don't seem to be talking to one another, so let's take a look. Um, okay, um, we have one writer that teaches. get If you're bringing a ge- uh, uh, bo- uh, 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 you're bringing in a boat, it's like you're bringing in Eretz Yisrael. you're in the Svina that is on the You're here, you are. You're in your boat, okay, and you've and you actually you don't get off of the boat. You actually have the wife come onto the boat okay (laughs) and you deliver it in the boat and you have not You have not uh, disembarked. Okay? So you're in international waters. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Are you bringing it in Ertz Israel or are you bringing it in Chutzlaritz? Okay? So, what? What? You're at the port. You're at the port. Yeah. Okay? So I guess, well, I guess the question about, I mean, (laughs) right, or maybe it was written on the boat. Maybe it was a sailor who was on the boat. I don't know what it was. Anyway, are you in Ertz Israel or are you in Chutzlaritz when you're on the boat? Okay? Um, So, if she said Sukkot Rashi, I maybe get Bisvina. She niktav Bisvina. So Kalsar did a b'naro set to Israel Kamer. Or I actually had you in the uh, in the Mediterranean. He has <inaudible> it in one of <inaudible> the rivers. <inaudible> okay. He maybe went to Israel. He even via Derech Yavasha Yavasha. The Ain Tsarich Lamur Fanay Naktav Yavasha. Yavasha. Yeah, Yavasha. Thank you. The Tan Yidah. He maybe B'chutzart. Shannar Ain Lo Tor Yavasha. The whole Torah is Okay. So the question is actually. So forget this. I gave. I, I already gave a different. A, a more complicated thing. You are here on some river. Okay. You are in some river and you're in some boat and you're giving a get in a boat in a river. Okay? Are you in Eretz Yisrael and you don't have to say? Or the rivers are not counted as part of Eretz Yisrael if you're in the river. You're not on the land. You're not in the land of Israel so it's like you're in Chutvaret so you have to say Befami Nechtev. Okay, so what's the halacha? So, um so well, let's well, we'll take a look. If you think that it goes by halachas of trumas and maizras, it might matter if you're on dirt or not, right? So this shows you how far we're going to go by focusing on the trumas and maizras as the model. Okay, so I maybe get besvina to maybe beishu shavat aniich maybe chutzar. I'm reviewing a lokasha. How reviewed a rabbanan? It's a great review of rabbanan, and now it seems to get a little bit wild. So did we return to the mishnah. After chutzar t'haba besvina learet. You have dirt. From Chutzar, it's on the boat, and the boat is in the Eretz Yisrael. It's in, let's say, Rashi says it's in some river. Okay, what? so what? What river? There are no rivers in Israel. You I mean, it's in the Jordan. You mean it's like uh, three feet wide or whatever? Let's say, yeah. Well, we're gonna actually see. Okay, I I so you have stuff growing on the dirt in the boat, and the bur- and the dirt in the boat is the whole of the boat. Okay, so you've got you've got your. Uh, we'll take it out of the air we'll put it by the Jordan anyway you've got here you've got your boat okay and you've got some dirt in the boat and you've got something growing from your dirt in your boat okay <laughs> and your boat is in some river in in Israel okay alright there's your boat in some river in Israel okay Make alright now is that is the stuff that grows there? Is that growing in the land of Israel or not? Is it chayav in tumas and ma'aser in dirt in a boat floating in a river in Israel? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so okay. Chayav b'ma'aser b'shriit. What is that? True? It's manchasina gosheshat. If the if the if the boat is like sort of scraping the bottom, scraping the bottom of the right of the uh, of the uh, of the floor of the riverbed. Okay. Avah. Um, because then it's like connected to the dirt on the, uh, you know, on the, on the bottom of the river and then it's connected to the dirt of Eretz Yisrael. Okay? So now, what we are going to assume is, okay, that basically... You're in a boat, which is uh, which is in the river. So according to the Tana Kama, you are in Eretz Yisrael, the same way dirt would be in Eretz Yisrael, and would be, stuff would be in trunas, and maizos. And according to Rebbe Huda, if the boat isn't scraping the bottom of the riverbed, you're not in Eretz Yisrael. Now, of course, the funny thing about all of this is, is that, you know, that's a debate of whether you say the, the stuff grew from right. dirt of Eretz Yisrael, the yeah. trunas and maizos debate. How is this relevant to a given discussion? So it seems very clear that what we're just doing is we're just borrowing an existing definition and, you know, from Krumith and Meisters and applying it to get, even though it's really completely irrelevant. But like, all right, but you've got to define what's in and what's out and we'll use this as a definition. Still, though, even if you're just going to use a prepackaged definition, what does it have to do with the fact whether the dirt is, you know, the dirt and whether it's anchored in the bottom or not anchored in the bottom, like you can't, you can't even translate that debate. But anyway... Especially so you say the if you worried about... I, well, the, no, that clearly, that was my point, though, that it's not, obviously not based on the the the, the substance of the concerns but even as a formal just take a prepackaged definition how do you apply questions of like whether the boat you know whether that relates to where the dirt is okay but anyway let's we'll read a little bit more if I have a second we'll read a line from Toast Rose. so the Gemara says like this so that's what the Gemara says let's say this is a debate no it's supposed to it depends if the boat is scraping the bottom or not if it's scraping the bottom it's like you're, in the, you're on the land of Israel if it's not scraping the bottom It's not like you're in the land of Israel. Okay. -hmm. Now we're sort of a little bit digressing. And he's saying, let's say you've got here, not on the river, on land, you've got a little flower pot. Okay? And it's got a hole in the bottom. And it's got something grown out of it. Okay? And it's suspended off the ground. And this is the ground. Okay? So if you've got a flower pot, if it's connected to the ground and it's got something growing out of it, and it's got a hole in the bottom, then this is all just seen like a big lump in the ground, right, The so a hole here at the bottom means that it's not completely like this, there's a part of the ground that's connected, so this is just a big lump in the ground and it's growing, but here, there's air space between it. So he says that's the same issue here, because you've got dirt, Okay, you've got a boat. Maybe we consider the boat like an Asit knuckle, Maybe it's somewhat porous or something. Although I'll read you Russian right in a second. Okay, and you've got... Okay, right. Well, it's not, it doesn't actually have a hole. Okay, so somehow it's not considered like this, but it's considered enough like this that that's the debate, okay, about whether that's considered enough connected. Um, no, maybe you can make a distinction. That's only by a boat. A boat normally moves, so it's never really considered in its place. And therefore, that's why the Rabbanan say it's not considered part of Israel. Uh, that's why Rabbanan says, unless it's. Oh, because I'm sorry, I mis explained. Because remember, Rabbi Yehuda said, when it's scraping the bottom. It is part of Israel. When it's not, it's not. But the rabbi said it's always part of Israel, right? Right. The rabbi said it's always part. So the debate of Rebu and the Rabban, when it's touching the bottom, that's like this case. Okay, we're consuming the bottom of the boat is considered porous. It is like it has a hole. Okay? So when it's touching the bottom, everybody agrees. But when it's not touching the bottom, that's the debate. So he says, oh, well, it's not touching the bottom. That's this case. Okay? So it's the same case because the Rabban and reviewed debate when there's dirt in the boat and it's not touching the bottom. So the man says, maybe it's Mzoghi. We are coming from a rebuydah. and their said, "Why, when it's not touching the bottom, is it not dirt in the land of Israel? a because a boat normally moves; it's not going to stay around. low, but by the flower pots which stays in its place, he would say that it's part of Israel. Or you could say, Why do the rabbis say it? Because the rabbis say there's not air. Okay, there's water, but water could be seen as like thicker ground. It's still the stuff that sits, you know, that's there, that's part, of the, that's part of the sea floor. Okay, so in that case, they could say that that's considered connected to the ground, even if it's not touching the ground. It's like thick ground. Oh, no odd seeds but a flower pot the mystica zero with that true air no well, then they would not say it anyway that's all very interesting in terms of the debate of Tumas and Maestras but the irony still is is that they're going ahead and using that debate for the issue about the get so we just take a look at one second in Tosvos about this what this is all about okay so if you take a look at Tosvos two Tosvos and first of all Tosos says um, I just have to read you this one line of Tosos of the Asitinaku how that's to be considered the comparison okay Serrati so says the following. Where um, uh, were we'll, we? We'll so, Archie of Pierce Bakunjas to Svina de L the aim mm-hmm. the boat is made out of pottery i don't know how far you're going to get with boats out of pottery and therefore it doesn't need a hole it's considered torus okay and then he goes on and on about that about the question about why the boat is similar but then the end of this tosis he says like this he says he basically says what sense does this whole comparison make and i just want to read you the one punchline The tells us he says like this um You know what, let's not, because it's already 8.30, so we'll so, we'll pick up tomorrow. I just want to read you how to deal with this bizarre comparison. We will pick up with that point tomorrow, okay, so we'll end here for now.